Welcome to the B2B Mix Show with Elena and Stacy. In each episode, we'll bring you ideas that you can implement in your sales and marketing strategy. We'll share what we know along with advice from industry experts who will join us on the show. Are you ready to mix it up? Let's get started. Hello, Elena. How are you today? I am good. I was going to say delighted, but that wouldn't have made sense. I guess delightful. I'm delightful. You can be delightful, but you know, let's not stretch it. (laughs) (laughs) So guess what we're going to talk about today? What? Well, it's not what we thought we were going to talk about. (laughs) Guys, let me tell you. Just a little side note. It can be hard to have a podcast, especially during COVID when everybody gets sick. I got sick for a few weeks and we couldn't uh, have a recording. Some of our guests were sick at different times. So makes things a little challenging. And that's kind of where we are today. So we're going to talk about our favorite tech tools. Woo! And I know this is off the cuff. We didn't really plan it. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah, we're just kind of winging it this this week, but uh, it'll be a shorter episode because, you know, we're just going to each talk about one of our favorite tech tools and just kind of give you a little glimpse into what it can do for you and what we like about it. And so there you go. Hopefully you can check these out and find out if they're good for you. And if we do have any kind of affiliate relationship with any of these, we will let you know. We won't trick you yeah. into buying and getting us some money. So, Lina, you want to go first? Sure. (laughs) So my absolute favorite marketing tool for social, especially is social B because social B just makes your life easy. You can set up categories and then you can put different types of content in, in each of those categories. You can tell it to, Hey, I want it to always repost sometimes, or I want it to just post once. I want it to post at this time of day. I want it to, you know, all these different things. You can do different variations when you're writing those posts. And so based on those categories, you can have, oh, and you can have RSS feeds come in. So if you have a blog, a podcast, all different kinds of things, you have all these different feeds, those can feed into Social B and it'll populate certain categories. So it kind of takes out some of the uh, legwork that you might have to do. And then you can, you have a, like a calendar that you can set up and you can say, okay, on this day, I want, I want a blog to go at this time. I want a podcast to go on this day at this time. And you can set up like a calendar and it'll pull different posts from that different, from each of those different categories. It's so great for when you want to be able to repurpose some of your content. And if you want to make your life easier with um, adding in, you know, sprinkling in different things with whether it be the different types of content and things like that. And you can also set it to, it'll do short links. You can set UTMs for each of those different categories. There's so much that you can do in social media. And I absolutely love it for um, scheduling social and doing all that social management. So one point, Elena, with social B, you mentioned the RSS feeds coming through. So you don't want to be lazy with that. Like, if you're um, putting in an RSS feed, do you go in and update what comes in so that you have a unique message or do you just let it come yeah. in with the title? Yeah. If you want to be lazy, I guess you can. Um, 
but I usually will go in and once it pulls in, I'll just go in and say, you know, change my wording around, add a special topic, uh, not topic, but wording for my post, any uh, mentions or hashtags, hashtags. If, if I don't have it auto set to pull in certain hashtags. Like if you have a podcast, you may have a hashtag for that podcast that you use. So you can always have it pull in that hashtag on any of your podcasts. So it just takes out little bitty steps here and there, and it just makes it so much faster to do things and to make sure that you're, hey, you're always going to be sharing an, a webinar, you know, every once in a while, you're always going to be sharing your eBooks, you know, so that they're constantly in the rotation so that you're not losing momentum on those things. Because a lot of times you share it and then you forget about it if you don't go back and have to re you know, recreate the whole thing. And so for these, you can do, like I said, you can do different variations for each of those posts right within that one part and it'll pull, okay, this week it's going to pull this variation. And then the next time you use it, it'll use that variation. So you can, you have some flexibility to make things not always be the same thing over and over again. I, I just, I love it. Hands down. One of my favorite, sometimes it has some glitches, but you know, you talk to the support and they're usually fairly good about helping you get those fixed. So, but hands down, one of my favorites. I do like social B2. I don't use it quite as much as you do, but it works great with one of my favorite tools, which is up content. And we do have an affiliate code for that, that I will share. So just FYI, and I'll put it in the show notes to let you know that it's our affiliate code, but up content helps you curate different sources from around the web and then you could take that rss feed of all your of your collection and pass that over to up content i mean a uh, social b and then you have nice curated content that you could share through social b but there's a lot more that you can do with up content besides just using it with social b we have it placed on our website so that you have a look at what we're reading we have a page called what we're reading so you can see the things that we've found useful that we think our readers will find useful too. Um, they also have a cool plugin with HubSpot, which is another one of my favorite tools. If you're using the sales functionality in HubSpot, you can have different um, feeds come in from up content as a social icebreaker so that when you're in the contact feed, there's a little section over here. I know you if you can imagine the board, how I'm uh, <laughs> miming it here. Uh, I'm doing the same thing. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, you see what I'm doing here? <laughs> yeah. But you can uh, take that icebreaker and then pull it into an email in the HubSpot screen and do a little uh, outreach using curated content to help break the ice with someone or to reinforce something you've already sent. So if you've been curating content about widgets and you have a hot widget lead, you could always look at your icebreakers in the uh, HubSpot board for that um, content. I don't know why I keep saying board. You know what I mean? The the screen. And uh, you can pull in the most relevant article and then write a little note to your contact and give them a little extra information that's not totally salesy, but helps put you in that uh, thought leader mode or that helper mode. Yeah. So that up content and HubSpot and social B are all three, <laughs> some of my favorite tools. Yeah. And I use both of those, <laughs> all three of those actually daily. I'm in each one of those tools daily. And I, I can't remember if you mentioned it, but like in um, up content, you can say, look for certain keywords. You can set up all your criteria to pull all these different types of um, content in, and then you can move them into what's called collections. 
And then Mm -hmm. from there, you can feed them into those different areas. It's really cool um, tool. And Scott Rogerson, who is the uh, one of the founders of it, and he's such an awesome guy. If you ever have questions or anything, he's like on it. He's like there and will help. And and I just I love the tool. I love the person that is behind that tool. He's a really great Guy. He's been on our podcast a couple of times, so we'll link to his episodes in the uh, show notes because he has been a really great friend to us and been on our show. And we we really love the software he's put out there. Um, I wanted to say one other thing I love about UpContent that has to do with another tool that I like. <laughs> uh, the tool is called Rasa.io and it does um, emails and it builds individual emails for the people in your a contact list using AI to pick the best um, content that will resonate the most fr- with them. But we, we feed in that up content feed into Rasa and that is just awesome too. That is a real time saver. If you're trying to create a curated email, you can also add in things from your own blog to make or a podcast to make sure those are featured. But another great time saver, you can go in and edit it a little to make it, uh, yours, but it's just a really awesome tool that also works with up content. So I stuck to my one. I know mine had a lot of branches. You went with up content. You went with Rasa. Come on, follow the directions, Stacy. Well, you know I love marketing technology. <laughs> I know you are a marketing technology geek. You are like I all love about it. it. You're always on AppSumo. Let's try this one. Let's try this one. <laughs> I'm an AppSumo junkie. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the best and worst site for me yeah. to be. Yes. I remember. And for me, I'm a plus member. I get tons of invites. I'm like, do I need to do something with this or do I ignore it? You're just testing it. What's going on? So <laughs> it's the best. Well, Lena, since I chose like three or four tools, are there any others that you like that you want to touch on? Um. Well, for me, obviously, Canva is another one. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I pretty much use that daily, too, for social, for all different kinds of images and things like that. So Canva is awesome because it has all these templates that you can make your own or you can see a template and then you want something similar, but it's not really meeting your needs. So you can create your own that is almost exactly like the template that you saw, but it does the things that you want it to do. It's just, and they have so many new things. Like the, my favorite thing is the background remover on images. Oh, yeah, that's nice. I love that. Cause then I don't have to go to Photoshop or affinity photo and remove the background anymore. It's all right there. And I saw something new on there today. Oh man. What was it? I can't remember what it was, but it was something I was like, Ooh, that's cool. So I'll have to try and think of what that was, but um, they're all we'll added as show notes. If you think of it. Yeah. They're always adding new, new things. Actually, I can pull it up right now and look because I, and Photoshop and all of those high level user tools still have a place of course, but when you're doing easy stuff for social or even a featured image for a blog, I love Canva too. That's great. It, it's just so awesome. Face retouch. That's what it was. I just oh. saw that today <laughs> when I was creating an image. I'm like, oh, so if you have a zit on your nose or something, I haven't <laughs> tested it. So I don't know exactly what it does, but I saw face retouch and I was like, oh, that's cool. So that's neat. Canva always has all these. They've, they've really upped their game in the past couple of years. They've really added a lot of cool stuff to it. So um, 
I love Canva too. So I, one thing I like about, about Canva too, is if you have a team plan, you can set up your um, logos and color palette so that it's easy. You just yes. go look at your color palette and you can create everything to match your brand. That is awesome too. Yes. And you and have multiple to color palettes. Time, especially if yeah. you work with different color palettes, like if you have different clients or something like yeah. that. It just makes it so easy. So easy. Yeah, it does. Well, so if you want to learn about some more marketing tech, maybe we'll do another episode of some of our other favorite tech tools. So hopefully you'll give these a shot. See if you like them. If you have any questions about any of them, we'd be glad to, you know, answer your questions and tell you what our additional thoughts are if you have on on those. Or, hey, if you want to come on the podcast and talk to us about your tech stack, we'd love to have that conversation because we are tech yes. stack geeks. Show me a stack, <laughs> babies. We're ready. <laughs> That's what we'll call the series. <laughs> Hopefully you don't get in trouble with anybody. What? Hopefully we don't get in trouble with anybody well, for that. You never know, you never know. <laughs> we mean it in a cool nerd way. Yes. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find me on Twitter at Elena underscore Jax. That's A-L-A-N-N-A underscore J-A-X. Or you can look me up on LinkedIn. And for Stacy, you can get her on Twitter at Stacy underscore Jax. That's S-T-A-C-Y underscore J-A-X. And she is also on LinkedIn. So reach out to us, connect with us, follow us, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. We want to hear what your favorite tech tools are. So reach out and let us know or leave a comment. That's true. Thanks for listening in this week. And we hope to bring you more interviews soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye.